All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to my FX Buddies, the podcast. So I say podcast because there's also a blog and there's a video page and there's um, an rss.com podcast, which generates a transcript so I know sometimes it's hard to understand me and then I just don't focus well (laughs) and the transcript does a pretty good job of um, capturing what I'm saying so anyway all of these things can be found at with my FX buddies right so if you go to spotify.com and you pull up my fx buddies there's there and there's a video there and um rss.com is my fx buddies and then the blog is my fx buddies.blogspot.com all right so let's just get into it it's been a week i think so we're I hate to say we're in a delay because going with my time that I had went out to to September now because April's come and gone why September well they just seem to drag things on um and now don't get me wrong I do Sudani who's the new prime minister is definitely doing things, shaking things, moving things forward. Um, the there's lots of the there's transparency. There's lots of things happening that have never happened before. Some of them I'm going to show you in this. Um, the words telling the government telling the citizens um, the dinar is going to be stronger than the dollar. That has not happened since 2018, right? So, Sudani definitely seems to want to get this done. But, you know, they're still empowered, not empowered, um, ruled by us, right? And I'll show you that. I'm going to show you something here. So, they don't have full control over what they do, right? Okay, so, but with that being said, everything's good. There's no, there's nothing bad. It, they have had a setback, except I'm going to show you in the articles where, you know, the two, um, two podcasts ago, I was very encouraged because they had put out a, uh, article saying, oh, in 10 days, the market rate and the official rate will be the same, you know, they'll converge. So we never had a time where they said, oh, 10 days, we're going to do something in 10 days, right? And they did, they almost got there. In fact, there were two days where the dollar exchange rate had gotten to 1390, 1390 dinars per dollar in two different areas okay but the 10 days have come and gone 
and now I'll show you where we are. Um, yeah, so we'll get started. Okay. I think I said everything I'm supposed to say. Thank you. There's new subscribers. No new countries yet. Um, but at least the one that I can check, I, I don't see any new countries, but new subscribers, welcome, or downloaders, I don't know what you call the, um, so welcome, welcome, and thank you, and if wherever you're listening, there's a, if you can thumbs up or like or whatever, or subscribe or join or whatever, it would be much appreciated. All right. So you see the title of this particular blog or whatever is Iraqi Prime Minister Predicts Dinar Value. So they just got done with the week of financial inclusion, but they do that every year. It's an annual thing. But this time they had this forum here. See this? Iraqi Forum for Stability and Prosperity in Baghdad. So they had this forum. There was a lot of meetings. And guess what? Not a lot of articles. They put videos out, videos in Arabic, which they know I can't translate, right? <laughs> if you haven't noticed, it's all about me, right? Okay, it's all about me. But anyway, so that and it's on social media, which again, everything is in Arabic. You know, some Twitter, Facebook, they do, they have the translate button there, but it's not very good. It's even worse than uh, Google's, Google Translate's um, translating skills or whatever. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, so I've um, pieced things together here and there. It seems it was very successful and so he spoke, um, Aliyah Locke, who's the CBI governor, he spoke, even the deputy governor spoke. Um, so yeah. All right. So there he is. This, this logo and this background was at that, uh, forum. Was it a forum? Yeah. So he says the, he anticipates the exchange rate between the Iraqi dinar and the U.S. dollar will stabilize at the official rate of 1320 so but we know we've seen other articles where the rate has been 1132 some people who i listen to that i believe um think the rate they've been informed the official rate is even lower down all the way down to 171 dinars per dollar which would be uh equivalent to a rate of like six cents or seven cents which um a lot of people would exchange at that i wouldn't i would want more but everything that we see in writing they say official it's that it's that 1320 or 1310 all right so let's just keep it going so i'm just catching you up so here's what I was saying was I think is a delay why I'm saying there's a delay it says when will the exchange rate stabilize in the local market and this now and this is just an economic expert but this guy they not only does did they speak to him he's on talk shows uh, the evening talk shows so 
uh, he's not an official, you know, he's not on the Parliamentary Finance Committee, he's not, he doesn't work for the CBI, but it seems that they let him say things in public that maybe they don't necessarily want to say. And because remember, I've been looking at these articles for years, right? So I see patterns, right? And so that's what I'm going by. So it says, um, he confirmed on Saturday that the exchange rate of the U.S. dollar against the Iraqi dinar will touch its official rate after the approval of the budget for the current year of 2023. So they've gone from the rate's going to normalize in 10 days and then they ask for two weeks to now just saying, oh, after we approve the budget, then the rate will uh, normalize or stabilize, whatever. So yeah. Okay, let's see. What is this? Oh, and this, well, you can't see this, but I highlighted the word sure. So this is a different, this is a different, um, so this is the Parliamentary Finance Committee also saying the price will match after, <laughs> after we approve the budget, but it says we are sure, okay, not, <laughs> not we hope or it's a, we are sure that after the approval of the budget law, there will be a match between the official price and the parallel price. I just thought that was funny. So before you weren't sure, <laughs> now you are. Uh, let's see. Okay, so the point of sale machines, if you're just listening, if this is your first podcast that you're hearing. Um, first time ever in Iraq, they want all of anywhere that business is transacted, they want them to have the point of sale machine. But their point of sale machine is not like ours. There's prints out a machine, uh, excuse me, a receipt for every transaction. Um, I think they have access to, uh, they can buy things in dinar or dollar, but I think they even have access to change information on their accounts if they need to. I don't know. It, they're real snazzy and, and they're different than the ones that we have. So by June 1st of this year, uh, the Prime Minister wants every business or, you know, wherever, right here, um, universities, gas stations, restaurants, pharmacies, medical clinics, markets, etc. Everywhere he wants them to have this machine. Well, guess what? They are waiving commissions, fees, everything for the rest of 2023. Because, you know, those machines, they have to rent the machines or lease them, whatever, they have to pay a monthly fee for the machines, then there's a transaction fee they have to pay. So to to use these machines, there's a lot of fees, and that's why here in America, I don't know about other countries, because I, I have been out of the country before. It's been the last time I was out of the country. I was 11, so... I'm a long way from 11 now, let me tell you. <laughs> but so here in America, if you go somewhere and you spend less than $5 and you want to use your card, it might say, oh, we're going to charge you 50 cents because your transaction is under $5 because the merchants have to pay fees. Well, yeah, 
they're going to waive their fees for the rest of 2023. So that's that's pretty great. All right, let's see. What is this? Aliyah Locke, the plan to reform Mesopotamia is Raphidon Bank. Sometimes it's called Mesopotamia. Sometimes it's called Raphidon. I don't know why. See here, same article. So that's the title of the article. Now here's the body of the article. Al-Rashid and Raphidon Banks, right? So those are the two big state banks. Um, he gave a speech and he's just saying the plan to reform the banks has. Oh, he's saying the banks faltered without achieving any progress, despite the efforts supported by important international and economic organizations. That's not good. I thought he was saying they did. Oh, well, but he's giving reasons. Some of the banks, there are some banks who are not cooperating. They're not getting on the new system. And that's what they blame the holdup. You know, they blame the holdup on them. So, yeah, that was interesting. But, so they talked about that. And this was a different form. So same place, right? Same building, same logo and stuff. But this portion was called to address corruption and reform the financial system. So they talk about how many foreign transfers are done per day. But more importantly, they're just acknowledging that more banks, more merchants are using the new system. So this is a pretty good article if you want to read it. So to see these articles in full, you would need to go to the blog, which is my F as in Frank X, so my fxbuddies.blogspot.com. Then you can read the whole article for yourself. And just for time's sake, because we're already at 15 minutes, um, I'm not going to cover that. Oh, but did I say what the title was? A Roadmap for Successful Economic Development in Iraq. Because some places are booming, some are still stagnant. But, oh, look, I put this here twice. <laughs> oh, and so here's my one commercial where I'm flipping back and forth. If you saw the other one, I'm in a program that you earn 12% per day. And it's going well, but that's not the one in this. That's not the commercial for this <laughs> this podcast. I'm going to try to alternate. Uh, each and every, you know, every time. But anyway, so this is for ERC, the Employment Retention Credit Program. If you or someone you know kept your business open during COVID, because 80% of small businesses qualify for a COVID disruption refund, but most don't know that they qualify and they don't know how to apply. So if you go here to my website here, your erchere.com there's a little form you fill out it takes 8 to 10 minutes a professional will contact you and um it's going well i have 3 one's already been submitted one is um they just need to sign i guess and then there's one right now in the in the works where they're gathering their paperwork so it really does work, but it is slow. It's the government, after all. And you should check it out. All right. So 
back to the news parliamentary finance expects the date okay but why do i have oh yeah so i messed up see i'm just so this is a weird time for me um we're you know in america we're switching from spring to summer and every year and i know that it's coming but it's i lose focus it's hard for me and i know y'all don't care about that but <laughs> just so you know i am human right i'm not a chat gpt bot but um yeah so it's really hard sometimes to focus and then lots i have to check and double check and ugh, it's just so frustrating um so i'll be glad when we get yeah it's usually may may through june then after that then i just rev up or just come alive after that but anyway so this is a new thing this is a first time thing the treasury single account and it's abbreviated tsa but this is in iraq but in some of the articles they have the word unified in front of it so this has something to do with their state money i don't know what i don't particularly want to get into it but see here it says unified treasury account system but sudani wants this put on the electronic platform why because there's less corruption you know because everything since it's electronic everything's monitored right but we're electronic and our banks are just as corrupt as ever right money laundering you know they just found some more a big shipment of coke cocaine cocaine at a coca-cola plant oh i forget the country but um <laughs> so be careful if you're drinking coca-cola you might really be getting some cocaine and you know back in the day when coke was first made it did have it did actually have cocaine in it a very small amount but it did but anyway yeah so our banks and our all the governments in the world are corrupt if you don't know that by now you must be really young and my youngling as you grow up you will see all the governments in the world are corrupt and the ones that try to do the right thing the corrupt ones squash them or kill their leaders right am i right i know very cynical but you just gotta wake up to the fact that's how it is <laughs> but anyway so yeah this is um the world bank and the imf were involved in this and so like i put here it seems to be forward movement and something that's never happened before so if you want to read about this in more detail then you have to go to the blog uh, this is an article about money printing it's a very short article and they rarely and, and one of the things in Dinarland that since I've been in Dinarland, there's people who say, oh, we're not going to have an RV until they get this much money out of the system. They're, they can only have this percentage of money, you know, whatever, whatever. And so I just thought, how interesting. I even put here, interesting time to print an article about the percentage of money that's in. And also, 
years ago, the population of Iraq would not have understood an article like this. They're teaching them. I mean, they're running articles about the BRICS nation. They're re re running articles about asset-backed, commodity-backed currencies. They're really getting like a crash course of world finance. Um, and just three years ago, they weren't they weren't doing that. So another sign of things being different. Okay, here is an article, a report, excuse me. And if you want to see the whole report, because this is just part of it, it has graphs and charts. And I would say the vocabulary is late high school to uh, college entrance level. Um, but look at this. I'm just going to read this one sentence here. And it's talking about the stock market, the Iraqi stock market. The market's solid performance for the second month in a row on the back of February's super performance enhanced by a revalued currency. So here he is saying the currency Iraq, you know, the Iraqi dinar has been revalued, which technically it has, right? It went from 14 whatever to 1310. But really that really is enough to make them to have a movement on the stock exchange i don't know you know i wear dinar goggles but just um very interesting and they changed the rate on february 7th so that's why he went back to february all right oh we're almost done we are done okay so i have let me see if you can I think I can make this big. So they have Kentucky Fried Chicken and Pizza Hut. Is that the one? Look at that fancy Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> and I think it's two levels, right? That looks like a bottom level and a top level. And look at all the seats are filled. And there's people in line. Okay, I'm going to put that back down. And here's cars. Look at these are all these are cars waiting, cars of people waiting to get into the Kentucky Fried Chicken. So um, I had heard, and so if you want to see those pictures, they're at um, they're on the blog. But yeah, so it says the tentative opening of the first branch of KFC restaurants in Baghdad about a month ago witnessed a white turnout, and look at the traffic. People are waiting. Half an hour. Would you wait? There is no way I would wait half an hour for Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> but, and then also, there's people who want to own. So they want to bring more Kentucky Fried Chickens there. So, and I don't, if you listen to a previous podcast, they had an article talking about, um, it was a donut store, and not Krispy Kremes either, a small donut, family-owned donut shop from North Carolina is there. But, you know, they, they know it's unhealthy, and, but, you know, I don't know if it's because it's American. And see, it's Kentucky Fried Chicken, but I'm sure they still have to meet their food guidelines. So they probably have different oils, different flour. You know, probably don't have the 
genetically modified Franken foods that we have here in America. But anyway, so I just wanted to put that there because I think that's funny. Plus, it shows forward movement. There's other, there's communication companies that are moving there. You know what? There's a really big article. Did I not put it on here? I cannot let you go without telling you about this. Here, I missed it. The central bank agrees to open a bank account to deposit the region's oil export money. So, Kurdistan. Kurdistan sells the oil, gets the money. They're supposed to give the money to Baghdad. Baghdad and Kurdistan don't trust each other, right? They for, This goes back perhaps centuries, but at least decades, right? So, and guess what bank they used? Citibank. Citibank is the first bank to go into Iraq and the last bank to leave when we went over there in 2003. So, Iraq and Citibank definitely have close ties together. But, so, this is another thing. And then here, their money is going through an American bank. What does that tell you? That they are not in control. We are. So they can scramble really fast to try to do everything we tell them to do. And then we slow them up. You know, so I don't know. But I do, I do believe that we'll see this this year. Even if it's not the full RV and all the currencies go at the same time. Um. I do believe that the maybe they could do a small a small um rate change and you know I would do enough if I could get a hundred thousand dollars that would help me get on my feet, get my own stuff, I could live like an adult, I could breathe and you know just carry out until they do the full entire thing but until then we just wait to see what happens right so yeah i'm glad i remembered that so thank you for tuning in um if anything happens there's still nothing with the rates in fact since we're here let's um check the rates here's my little 1283 there it is 1283 USD IQD. There's the CBI. Let's refresh the CBI. It's still 1310. But one day I'm going to go there and it's going to be something else. There's the Google. The Google is 1311 and XE. XE is showing 1310. So, so that is the official rate right now of the Iraqi dinar to the dollar. So, but look, um, maybe the next, oh, wait, wait, let's, because today's only Tuesday. But sometimes there's all this activity where it looks like a comb, like a rat-tailed comb if you know what that is but anyway all right
Let me go back over here. All right. So again, I say thank you. Welcome. I appreciate all of you who listen. Um, and my aim to do this is to keep you in the game so you don't give up. Um, so you know that you're not alone. So you know that you're not crazy. This lady's daughter called me the other day. Oh, she railed into me. You got my mother in this thing. I was like, hold up. Wait a minute. I don't have your mother in this thing. I'm trying to protect your mother and help your mother, but I didn't get her in this. <laughs> so, but it is, she's a precious lady. She's in her 80s. But anyway, so, you know, just so you know that you're not alone and waiting for this and you're not crazy. You're not, you know, all the things that your family and your friends are telling you. You're not that and you're not alone. So, um, accumulate while we wait for the rate to appreciate. Don't miss any meals and pay all your bills and um, enjoy the rest of your morning, night, noon, evening, whatever time frame fits. And until next time. <laughs>